all right all right 25th episode i think it's it's like a silver jubilee of my show and to celebrate that and it's the night before christmas and to celebrate that i have a wonderful very special guest today devinder ji hello and welcome devinder ji to the show thank you thank you so much amit for having me here and i'm so happy and blessed the kind of event it happened to be calling me on a day which is so special thank you so much now believe me the pleasure is all mine all right <laughs> you know we humans we always want something better you know for our lives scientists say that we have got close to 50 to 80000 thoughts in a day you know that's amazing and we daydream a lot and i'm sorry and while doing so you know we wish a lot of things to happen while we do so all the time we do not pick up our will and the action taking attitude to make things happen my today's guest devinder ji is a mind shift coach a motivator helping people unearth the challenges in their history not letting them grow she helps younger generations work on their upbringing issues and learn to provide their kids best upbringing today she shares her story on how her ups and downs in her life has shaken her many times but a strong upbringing always helped her to bounce back lost a job couple of times due to people's politics and there was a setback for a while as well but she bounced back so let us hear from her now So Devinder ji just share some over to you first of all and share some incident you know from your personal life or professional life of what exactly happened and you know oops and how you managed to bounce back Thank you Amit for putting it across so beautifully about me Yes I have gone through so many ups and downs this is life if life becomes straight line you are not alive you are dead so life has to go the way a life meter goes ups and down and that's how you are it is so beautiful to have the downs parts also which actually gives you so much of learning and you know it clarifies so many doubts of yours in my life not a specific incident let me start how i have actually come up a little on a journey to to this extent uh more to do with how professionally i worked out so i'm be touching on my professional aspect and uh, though my personal life was also into different uh, turmoil relationships issues and things like that but here talking about a particular area uh i was a kid of very mediocre family and my parents were in government job not too much in the hand to show so much big dreams to us though i was always a daydreamer kind of a personality from day one and uh, 
I had uh, done my schooling from a very small government school. And uh, when I was in 12th, very calmly, quietly, I was just going on. And uh, there was no too much of aspirations in life at that time. Uh, in 12th, in my time, uh, there was an issue which came up very prominently as Mandal Commission. In 1991, I was doing my 12th and suddenly uh, there was a havoc. Uh, all the kids were on the roads. College students were outside the schools and we were totally shut down. Schools were not operational. And we were made to sit out of home. And sitting at home, uh, we were not that serious enough. Those serious kind of kids at private schools, still they keep carrying on some of the other engagements. Being government school, there was no engagements from the school much. We were left on our own. And six months down the line, 12th standard boards were there. And we were just on our own and doing something from our side. So I also had one tutor who used, to taught, uh, who used to teach us uh, physics, chemistry, and maths and all these specific subjects because I carried, I took science in my curriculum. And that too in the 11th, suddenly I decided I need science. Uh, so, you know, you never know what life has offered for you. So, uh, till 10th in the Hindi medium scenario and suddenly in 11th, I decided why not science and why not in English? And immediately I chained up to English science and all that. 12th, this Mandal Commission shook me. I didn't ever studied properly. The tuition thing just managed somehow. And then result came. And obviously results were totally bad. I didn't know what to do. Admissions, nowhere. Delhi, so definitely big no. And uh, my parents were totally clueless. Went to my tutor and he was already knowing my results. So he told one statement to my mom. I think he was the guy on the very first time in my life who has done some changes and miracles in my life. Being in a hard person, giving a straight answer, actually shook. Shook me, shook my mom. Everyone was shaken up. I mean, in, right now she's crying and he's just saying, Sirpe haat mat rakho uske. Get up. She's still into that kind of thought process or she should want to do something. And that hit me. I was like, I'll tell this man, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to leave this man. I'm going to show it to him what the hell I am. That was the time when I took a call and I told my mom, admission just and take me into a right place. All the way to Maharashtra, I was given an admission into an engineering college. And there the life started. I learned, learned. My pattern changed. My studying style changed. I got serious about stuff. And then I started moving around. Move off the college. Again, I wanted a job immediate basis. Who's time for subsidy? You know, you don't want to get into a, uh, another studies. What the hell am I doing? So sales ka job pakada and start. But that point in time, girls never used to get into sales. My upbringing, some of my parents were so open. And um, I was I was actually taken care as a tomboy. So in, in a way, I was like elder at home and aap karo, aap bahar niklo, aap jao, you can do it. Those kind of aspects were always given, very appreciative. And that actually kept giving me a lot of boost and motivation. Yaar, sab ho sakta. Everything is possible. That everything is possible came into me from there, from my parents. And then I got into different, different jobs. So jobs also, it went up and I went down. Went up, went down. There were times in couple of jobs, not one, two or three of those jobs, I lost the job, sometime getting laid off, 
sometime my performance did not come up to the level and i was asked to leave the time i have seen the kind of time period i have seen is is totally you know can shake up anyone for that matter but somehow somewhere down the line i used to always come back nahi hua kaise nahi hua it that's not me so come back it is this is not me need to do something different something more and that's how i kept doing it in last layoff of my job in 2014 that was a bad one because i was in a middle age situation now people don't want a 45 year old lady coming up and asking for a job they have the 25 year old a guy who can actually take lesser money and uh, run around more uh, people that's how the market has been but never stopped for this 5 6 years though i was working continuously uh, without break uh, with my uh, homegrown it firm and i kept delivering something or the other if not into a numbers it could be into a strategy it could be into operation excellence processes procedures all of it and then a time came i'm again back into the industry into the same flow into the same format because i don't wish for it i will for it my will power is very strong no one can stop me if i want to go there so that's what i wanted to deliver to people how it came up wow wow amazing and you know the interesting part is that you know someone uh i've heard this from many stories uh, listening to people is that sometimes in their life comes somebody who is like you said as blunt as possible uh but sort of a person who's like the guardian angel for a moment you know he might he or she might be the harshest person but you know you get that kick so that's that's interesting oh. yeah share with me you know uh i'll just take uh, you back on to your old days and uh, share with me you know how exactly uh you know once you you got your results you got your admissions in your college uh engineering college you know how things happened from there because like you said your parents and everyone treated you well what about your relationship within the family in a sense basically you know how did they felt when you didn't get the good marks you know of course your parents might be a little down uh but what about if you have siblings you know what about their uh, thought process what about your friends thought process because now you're moving out of the city right you're moving out of the comfort zone totally out of the comfort zone i was actually stationed 36 hours of journey from home 17 year of age and that time mobiles were not around there was no connectivity with parents and there was a hop in between where i had to stay one night on to the station to reach to my destination think of my parents capability and the think of the kind of strength they had mental strength wow you know girl child or 17 year of age to travel that much that particular faith that on me that kind that kind of strength of my parents especially my mom my dad they have brought that thing inside me somewhere in my blood i had that thing i since they have taken that kind of a call it is me to now prove that i am worth it and that's what has changed end of the day 
I was so far away. Six months, first six months, I was clueless. I was actually howling every evening because I used to get depressed, uh, homesickness. Six months, I said, Mama, I'm not being able to stay here. Take me back. I can't stay. Then Mama said, okay, we are just making the arrangement. We will reach. Just hold on. <laughs> hold on for a couple of days. Next morning, I used to build up again. No, no, I think I can manage. Okay, I can. I think I can manage it. And then slowly I used to go back to my state. So my state happens to be, you know, uh, lately I had done some transactional analysis kind of a thing. I was checking my states and my state happened to be a very positive state. It says I plus plus. It's like I am good, you are good. So when you are in a very positive state where you think you are also good and other person is also good, you build up and then you do good. So uh, I actually have then from started there build up. So after six months, then I started getting settled, made good friends, relationships were good. In the hostel relationships were good, though uh, you know how the engineering colleges are. You have 100 guys and 10 girls. So they usually get associated with something or the other in terms of relationship. And I was a total failure. I just couldn't manage. I couldn't manage those. Though I had tried, but uh, obviously they were failures. So it was only till that area of, of four years when I was there. And when I was back in Delhi, I was again <laughs> not having it. No, I, I, I can imagine here yeah, because the, we all know how colleges and hostels are like generally. Wow. Wow. So tell me, uh, now I know, and you know, like I introduced you that you are into mind code, right? So share some thoughts. First of all, uh, thank you for all the viewers who are watching and I see many likes already. And uh, thank you, Vijay Kumar, who had just said good evening to us. All right. So, uh, so what I, what I just want to know is that, you know, Two things. First, why the shift? You know, why the mind coach thing? You know, and then how? You know, then we'll say that what do you do in it? But first, let me just hear from you why and how. So, as I said, a lot of failures and then getting into a winning proposition. It was possibly somewhere my upbringing helped me to bounce back. But I see. In today's scenario, there are so many people who are not able to bounce back. They are still into that state of victim. We are victimized. We don't know what to do. We are, this is the age. We are stuck. We don't have anything. Professionally, we are lost. We don't know what to do next. Personally, relationship issues, not able to come up. Or you would find a lot of families which is more of male-dominating. Now, when they become a male-dominating family, the lady in the house may not be happy. People don't even know about it. She doesn't even come out and speak about it. So where is the gap? The gap is a taught material in the childhood. You are a male. Or you are a female. You're supposed to be like that and you're supposed to be like this. There is a traditional stuff. There is so much of an upbringing issue which is not letting people grow. They are with a fixed mindset. And that's what brings me an ag agony, you know, why, you know, why people have to really come out of this thought process, have a gelling atmosphere and work towards it. Sorry, I was on mute. 
no, you're you are correct. Uh, I I despite the fact, I mean, I'm I'm a male, <laughs> but the problem is that uh, I've seen in the world, uh, and after traveling so many wonderful countries as well, is that genders uh, sometimes just plays a you know the word male and female plays a very important role in many cultures or many upbringing let me put it that way uh, of people so and uh, i also see the change and change agents like you are one of them right uh, you're a change agent now uh, so yeah that that is a, a right why i must say so now share how are you going about it uh, and you know what do you do basically what what do you have any sort of a process or you know how do you approach people or if people approach you what do you do how do you help them so at the moment i am um, i've been throwing my ideas i've been actually putting it articulating it onto the social media that uh, how you can work on your uh, on your upbringing challenges though people do, are not even aware the very first step is you need to be aware where is the trouble is it coming from my within is it in the family if it is in the family who then who then being aware is not sufficient you need to accept the very immediate step you got aware there is a problem then accept it yes there is a fault needs to be worked out jab tak aapke ghar mein nalke ka pani tap 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 tip tip karta ja raha hai either you ignore or you you're getting disturbed you're getting uh, bothered and then you work towards it Work towards it. Means at least you got aware that yeah, yeah, it's bad. It is not working. Except that you have not worked on it, and at least call the plumber and do it. Till then, and you don't know it. You won't even find the solution. You won't even work towards the solution. So there is there is an aspect. At the moment, I'm creating awareness. Now, by creating awareness, there are a lot of aspects. Uh, I am uh, running another show of mine, which says, uh, "To be honest with the DK," and uh, I had the honor to invite you there also. so there i actually tell people to come out and speak to tell what has happened in the childhood which impacted their life and that they actually took call and changed so i am letting people know there are examples who are going for change so you can also be 90% of the people don't recognize that fact so awareness is important at the moment awareness is going on so i am been running number of programs of such uh, and over a period of time i'll be launching one of my book it says filling the unspoken gaps so that book talks about the gaps which you don't even know you don't talk about it's not spoken out you people are not aware but they are there they exist so is here is a time now to recognize find out those gaps and then fill them up that's important so my book will be launching another the next year sorry again on mute uh fantastic and i liked your analogy of the water dripping <laughs> because uh, you know if if you just think of it for a moment you know it, it if it annoys you then you fix it your own most of them try that but we also know that going to a specialist in this case the plumber uh will make sure that it's permanently fixed and if there's any more damage to the pipe or to the whole system they can take care so that that's a very good 
analogy i would say that you placed and i agree with you i more than agree with you that people don't accept <laughs> forget accept they don't know what they don't know and uh, yeah and then when they know they don't want to accept the fact so you have a bit of challenge there <laughs> yes a drive is life is made of challenges so you True. learn it over a period of time you need to work on it absolutely absolutely uh one more question uh i also know that you uh know nlp right so could you share with the audience because a lot of people have heard about nlp and lot of people do not know the definition of it you know the full form forget the definition what is it neuro linguistic practitioner programmer or what okay and i don't want to answer because probably i am not very aware of it either so please share some thoughts on it and what you do with nlp how do you use it helping people definitely so uh, you actually rightly said it's neuro linguistic program and it's a programming done with your neurons uh, as we are all aware our uh, majorly our mind comprises of two components a conscious mind and a subconscious mind there is another fact fact of unconscious mind also but let's stick to this uh, to be on a broader understanding so when your uh, your subconscious mind which you use is for study which you what you actually do with your uh, your energies which when you are actually doing something that is your conscious subconscious could be your breathing which you don't know you don't even focus but it's happening your body your body changes your muscles growing your fat is growing all of that subconscious is controlling all of that so subconscious is more than 90% of your brain and we don't know how to use it so what nlp does is nlp actually tries to create some important imprints in your subconscious mind let's say you want to change your life your brain is actually the one who helps you in drafting crafting and implementing the change in your life and subconscious mind can be trained people don't know hamari to zindagi mein yahi hai yahi meri life hai that is how my destiny is ab mera kya hoga these are these wrong myth wrong thought processes ever one can have we never knew it again no awareness now people are getting to it to aware get aware of it i also tried getting aware how i can change my life if i can change my life anyone can nlp helped me so i learned nlp specifically for students because i was working on the upbringing issue specifically so i tried learning nlp for the next generation hamara to jo hona tha humne bigad diya at least the coming generation should learn from the very right time we can also change it is not that we can't change age is just a number i am trying to change hence next generation is more adaptable to change and they can change faster than me so why not to start helping them first obviously our people are little stubborn but over a period of time even this category has to go for a change there is a time now for transformation so nlp helped me in the students per se to to put the into the aspect ki brain ko aap train karo train kaise karna hai you keep saying or keep repeating few things or you keep visualizing in a particular manner that your brain starts believing that what you want in life is a fact then when it becomes a fact it has to deliver it to you 
So there is a lot of things to it. I'll, I, you know, getting into nitty gritty is something come over to me first to understand. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course, it is a reasonably vast topic like any other thing. But yeah, at least uh, the good part is that people can get a good, uh, you know, a slight understanding or an, a bit, bit introduction on what it is and how it can make their life better. Right, right. Well, all right. So we are almost at the tail end of the show. And I have one traditional question that I ask to all my guests. And the question is that, do you believe stories, telling stories or storytelling is important? And if so, why? Amazing question and an amazing tip for your program and show. Connecting it with NLP, there's a very small, beautiful shots, short clips I would, let's say, I'll talk about. I'll say there are five elements, very categorically five elements you need for someone to remember anything. If you're telling a story to anyone, they can recollect, remember for lifetime. If those five elements are there in your story, and I'm sure this is going to help you too. And what are the five elements are? The very first element is color. Let's say I will take the examples. I'm very love. I love to give examples along with it. Very quickly, I'll just try to give this uh, tip to you. If I tell you to go to a movie theater and I show you a black and white movie and a colored movie, which will you prefer? Of course, colored. Okay, let's stick to that. That's the first element, the color. The second thing, I make you sit in the theater and I run a movie in front of you which doesn't have a sound. And there's another one which is actually with the sound. Yeah, of course. <laughs> sound, yes. Okay. Third thing. I make you sit down and watch a movie which is full of still pictures. And there's another movie which is actually a moving movie, a proper movie. Which would you go for? Yeah, the motion. <laughs> the motion. So I've gone ahead with color. You've gone ahead with sound. You've gone ahead with the movie. Fourth component. Whenever you open them, op your albums, the earlier albums of your, uh, you know, childhood or Shadika album and all that stuff. Whenever you watch out a picture where you are also there, immediately, kis pe aankh zata hai? Ya kis pe dhyan zata hai? I mean, first ourselves that we look for, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. The moment the photo is there in front of you, if you are there in that photo, you would look for yourself first. Immediately. Yeah yourself that is a fourth element in your story and a fifth element is uniqueness let's say we walk go for a walk on a uh, on a main road there are thousands and thousands of people are passing by do you remember all of them you don't they just pass by you don't recollect them moment there is a guy comes in in front of you who's having a tail like a monkey <laughs> a proper tail okay no no something. you would be amazed yeah and then you may possibly come back home and tell your kids also. And their kids also, for a longer, longer period of time, they would remember that Papa ne ek baat bataya tha ki pe ek aadmi pe is se, unke tenth mein, twelfth mein, they had seen a person who had a tail. Do you agree that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if I add a story which has got all these five flavors, who would forget? And then that's how you have to actually let something remembered. And that's what NLP technique we use for kids to recollect, remember all of their studies. And it's like a matter of minutes for them to be there 
with that subject. They don't need to then keep revising it. Ek bar wo ke, setting is done, then you visualize more. All your words, put them into the story format. Go and give your exams. Challenge. That person <laughs> may not get a 99 also. It will always be 100. <laughs> wow. Wow. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, all the things that you mentioned, actually, what I, I'll just take one minute last and just share that, you know, uh, the moment you said unique word, you know, I remember the movie called as Matrix. And in the Matrix, the guy was showing that, you know, there are all the people walking on the street with the black and white dress. Right. And there's this one lady who is in the red dress. And that guy asks uh, Neo, the main character, did you notice her? And now I can relate when you said uniqueness. So, you know, it, it's amazing to know that how stories and these techniques are used in movies as well, right? So, wow, wow, this is really interesting for me. Yeah. So I'm sure it's going to help you to make your new stories in a new format now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I might try it out. Definitely. Great, great, great. Uh, so we are at the end of the show. Thank you very much, Devinderji, once again to honor the show with and especially the 25th episode. So thank you very much. And uh, to all my lovely viewers who are watching us live, thank you. And for those who are going to watch the recordings. Uh, if you want to connect with Devendraji with more information, please do so. She is going to add her information in the comment section of all the platforms. You can connect with her and get further information, whether it be uh, NLP or whether it will be the how you're going to take care of your children and any other things, you know, just finger. And uh, if you want to share your story and impact somebody the way Devinderji did today, uh, ping me and, uh, you know, we'll connect and we'll take it forward. All right. Till then, enjoy your day. Merry Christmas to everyone. And I'm going to come on 31st of uh, December. So I'm going to wish you all the new year then uh, and uh, have fun. And take care of yourself and your loved ones. And once again, thank you, Devinderji, for coming on to the show. One last, one very last statement for the people who lack will. You know, life is, will not always deliver your desired outcomes. It has to teach you that your spirit will get its muscle by bouncing back and giving it all you can. This is a very wow. famous uh, quote from Dodinsky, and I'm sure it will make an impact. Wow, it it is it is quite impactful. Great, great. With that, we will end the show. So I want to leave the cachet on what Devinderji just mentioned. All right. So have a wonderful day, guys, and thank you once again. <laughs>